And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Mully Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Mully. So, um, we actually have news this week. We've we got have a lot, lot of news. We got baseball, got we got football, we got hockey. Got a big amount of news. We have <laughs> hockey news for the first time in uh, I don't know, actually two weeks. Yeah, not in God knows how long. Right. Yeah, we have potpourri. I, I guess I don't know random topics, but the uh, would you like to start with hockey? There's there's a big picture of a uh, of a gentleman looking right at you. Just doesn't look very happy right now, but yeah. um, <laughs> uh, big news. Yeah, from the Devils. Uh, the Devils, the, the organization. Yeah, um, this move coming way out of left field, considering that this guy <laughs> was in rumors like. A few days before they hired him? Right. The Devils made an interesting move, and they hired a long-time experienced coach sure. of the Buffalo Sabres and Dallas Stars, Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff, everybody. As you're, their head coach. Your new you're, Jersey Devils, new head coach. Yep. Yes. Where did this come from? Um, well, first of all, why I, I first found it out from uh, Discord when my friend Dr. Salt, who... It was annoying in times like these. Yes. I gotta tell you, he's <laughs> love the guy, but he's an, he he annoyed me to death. With sure, this. He, rightfully he did, so. He just he pinged me on Discord. Okay. I looked at it and I find I just I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, oh my god, and then and then another friend of mine, the Fly Latori, who's not yes. in USD anymore. I've kind of grown like less close with him, but okay, and he's in MCHL now, so right. so he he pinged me. He's like, yeah. Yeah, the guy sucks. Have fun. I'm like, oh, God, this guy's terrible, isn't he? <laughs> and on Twitter, the initial reaction I had on Twitter was was like, you have Gerard Gallant and Peter Laviolette on the unemployment line. You hired the mm-hmm. sack of worn out hockey pucks. I think that was word for word what I said. Yeah, because I'm if it came to it, I'm I was talking to a like a Preds fan. Great friend of mine. Gas mine. Um, he's from USD. He's um. He told me, yeah, you dodged a bullet by not hiring Laviolette because apparently, uh, like, you know, the Predators, they, after that cup final run, you know how they kind of stagnated a bit? They did. Like, you always, you always expected them to go to the conference final and be a cup contender, but they never sure, really. Sure, build on top of that that magical run a couple years yeah, ago. Well, uh, the Tech Arena is just too good right now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That was a magical run. I was in I was in Nashville oh around that time. Oh my god. And how uh, fun was that? It was fun. I was there for a Comic Con. It was a festival atmosphere, man. The whole town came out. Who knew anybody in Nashville liked hockey? But it became a hockey town it in, that, did. in that series. Anyways. It, it did. Back on that topic. Um Yeah, Lindy Ruff. And like Gerard Gallant, he was definitely the guy I wanted for this hire because sure. he took the Golden Knights to a to the Stanley Cup final in their first year of existing, which, yeah. which why why did that happen? And you gotta know what you're doing. That like, just doesn't I, happen by I accident. I really wanted Gerard Gallant. I really wanted him, but I found out um I found out just flat out he didn't want the job, and I'm like, okay, well, you, <laughs> can't blame can, you. Can, yeah, exactly. Can, can you blame the guy? No, I can't. Honestly. I do not blame the guy. I, I cannot the guy blame the guy. Coach the Devils. Though. Yeah, and. No, I don't blame him at all. But disappointed, sure, he would have been. Yeah, I thought disappointing. It Apparently, uh, Laviolette priced himself out of the job. Yeah. Five million. He wanted five million plus a year to coach that, coach that team. And after being a coach that was recently fired, you, you're insane. Yeah. So, do you think this is? You think this is what it all boils down to? Is it money? What's? I, I didn't see any terms. On Lindy well, Ruff's I mean, contract. The, but Lindy Ruff, I wasn't um, five million. You, you never see the terms on these guys' contracts. Okay. But um, Lindy Ruff, my honest thoughts on the guy. Well, like on Twitter, I was seeing Rangers fans loved it because he was a terrible <laughs> defensive coach. Yeah, so they got rid of him. <laughs> like, hey, you're, you're, like I'm sitting there. Rangers <laughs> fans loving it. Rangers fans loving it. Flyers fans loving it. But another funny group of people that were liking the hire, not for the reason you'd think, were funnily enough, Sabres fans. And if you know... Lindy Ruff, he was the coach of the Sabres for a super long time. He was there when they went to the Stanley Cup final. He won a lot of games. He knows how to coach. Yep. He was there for the Dominic Hasek and Ryan Miller years. He was 
He was a good coach there. If I'm he was. Be did, honest, yeah. Did all right there. And yeah, he was there for, he was, for Won the Jack time. Adams Award. Won the he, Jack Adams in 2006. Won the friends. President's Trophy one year, I think. He had three 50-plus win seasons. Yeah. 16 of the 19 seasons that he coached in the NHL, of like with the Dallas Stars and Buffalo Sabres as a whole, 16 of those 19 seasons ended up in a record above 500. The guy knows how to win. Yes. Okay? But can he win with this Devils team? The funny thing is is that for a long, long time, long time, he was known as an offensive coach who doesn't, who doesn't do defense that well. And that's completely fine. You know who you hire to take care of that? An assistant coach. Right. Who knows his shit? Sure. But the thing with the New York Rangers is that they hired Lindy Ruff to take over the defense. Right. As a, uh, yeah, as a with a Rangers coach. defensive core that has been a tire fire ever since Longquist. Just look at the analytics. The Rangers have been be above and beyond. Terrible. They've been Even terrible. before Lindy Ruff. So, so long before Lindy Ruff. I'm talking about like the Dan Girardi, Ryan McDonough days. Yeah, I here would I have some stats here. Can you see these? It's a, they basically ranked close to la- last, if not close to last. Yeah, in many defensive categories, including uh, even strength shot attempts, goals against, <laughs> uh, all shorthanded expected goals. These are the, these are all you know defensive metrics, and they're not good. So oh yeah, they're not good. Uh, however, I guess. I don't know. Can you see him with you know Jack Hughes and Palmieri and uh, and Nico? You know, just but maybe he can he he can he can build something. I could right see there. him turning the guys on the forward court, and I will give Lindy Ruff some credit. He did um, help develop guys like Tony D'Angelo, Adam Fox, um, uh. Yeah, like pretty much those two guys. Um, like he helped develop those. He helped develop those guys. They were young defensemen. Yeah. But in this article that you just pulled up, um, there were a lot of failures. Um, with like Ryan McDonough, Kevin Shattenkirk, uh, Neil Pionk, uh, Brendan Smith. We love those guys, by the way. We love them as Devils fans. Right. We love those guys. But. For sure. <laughs> Um, can um, can can he help the Devils not blow four goal leads in, um, in 2000, 2020, 2021? The thing is with that <laughs> is that he he uh, I kind of he's working with a lot of young defensemen. Yes, he helped develop Tony D'Angelo and Adam Fox. Yeah. Into the nightmares that we are going to be facing for over and over and over and over and over over again for the next 10 years. Yeah. And I could see him doing work with Will Butcher, Damon Severson, hell, um, guys like Ty Smith, Kevin Ball, Riley Walsh, if his brain decides to go full stupid mode and sign with the Devils. Right. Um, some other guy that I'm probably forgetting and the seventh overall pick, which should become a defenseman. Yes. He is working with a very, very young offensive oriented core. Right. He thrives with this. These devils defensemen, they are not defensive defensemen guys. They are the only defensive, the only big hard rock defensive defenseman prospect that I can find in that system off the top of my head is Nikita Okotyuk, that the second round pick yep. last year out of the draft. And and even then, he does have some offensive upside. Hell, I'm not even going to consider Kevin Ball a full-blown defensive defenseman. Sure, he's got size. He can skate. He, he's got he's got the body to to prevent the puck from right. getting in the what back. What about our offensive defenseman? Can he... Say how P.K. Subban returned to form. Okay, first of all, P.K. Subban's a lost cause, my guy. I could see him helping him. I do think P.K. Subban is going to bounce back to some degree. 
I mean, nowhere to go but up, right? Yeah, nowhere to go from up for P.K. Subban. Pretty. This is not a one thing I think he's going to do. He's going to have him shooting a lot more because remember during the regular season, whether it be Hines or or Hines didn't do it when Nasruddin, um, when he had P.K. Subban instead of a power play quarterback or an offensive quarterback in the in the zone to circulate the puck, he used him as a trigger man. Yep. Will Butcher is that guy. Damon Severson is supposed to be that guy. The to quarterback the power play and move the puck around. P.K. Subban is the guy who waits at the blue line with his stick right here. With his stick yep. right here. His knee is already bent. Yeah. With his right knee practically bent, waiting for that puck to get to his... He's got his sights set. All he's got to do is pull that trigger. Yeah, all the trigger, he's got to do is The hammer's the cocked back. Boom. Yeah, that's all... That's all P.K. Subban should be doing. Yeah. Sure, he's moved the puck somewhat well, like in terms of transition from the defensive zone to the offensive zone. But when he tried dancing around, he gave it away, and he usually end up, ended up behind Mackenzie Blackwood. Yeah. So I feel like he's going to use P.K. Subban somewhat better. I mean, anybody could use him better than John Hines. Yes, I agree. And maybe not playing him alongside a defensive defenseman like Andy Green or maybe playing him on the first pairing is maybe a terrible idea. I'll I'll be happy if they stop blowing three and four goal leads. And, and you know, I, I'm, I'm not asking for the world here. I'm yeah. Asking you to yeah. Bring the, the, You're asking the... This is a very reasonable request, I feel. <laughs> this was, yeah. Three and four goal leads, is, uh, which I didn't think was that hard. But apparently, <laughs> as we is. learned last year, uh, it, is. it can be a challenge. And... Yep. Not only did it suck, it was just frustrating, man. Oh, my God. It was, it was frustrating. It was. I, mean, I Thank God I was distracted from the first game because the Yankees, that was game <laughs> one against the Twins. Yes. So while I was watching the Yankees bludgeon the hell out of them. Right. I was like thinking, oh, my God, this is great. The Devils are kicking. The Devils are yeah, kicking ass. Could the be Yankees an awesome are year. kicking ass. Yeah. This is going to be a great night. The Devils, they're up for nothing. And then I, I, I clicked <sighs> to the game. Then I clicked to the game, and then I'm just like, like 4-1. Okay, I'll click okay. back to the All Yankees right. game. Home run, DJ LeMay. You yeah, click yeah, back, 4-3. Home run, Brett Gardner. Click back to the game. Oh, God, oh. it's tied. Click back <laughs> to the Yankee game. Bases clearing double for DJ LeMay. Yeah. And then, then I come to the no, – I didn't even watch the overtime yeah, it's, it's old, yeah. because I was just – That was t- just terrible. I was in too much of a good mood to watch it at that point. I mean, you know, why torture yourself? Yeah, why? The Yankees run the... Although you're very good at that after the fact. I am very good. (laughs) I am very good at that. Yeah. Well, good luck to Lindy Ruff. I pulled up... I'd like to... Oh. I would like to um, uh, say something about the offense. Okay. Because this guy is an offensive head coach. He's supposed to be a mastermind. That is what he was brought in to do. Okay. That was how he won games on his offense. Guys like Jason Pominville, Pat LaFontaine. Um, oh, Pominville. Pominville, yeah. Pominville. Uh, he was good. Yeah. Jason Pominville, yeah, on the Sabres. Um, other guys, I can't really think of them. Shit. <laughs> on the Sabres, you know, that you don't really remember those guys. Nah, I mean, yeah. It's, uh, some of them you do. But, I, uh, yeah, I mean, he's got he's got talent to work with. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and remember, the Devils, they couldn't score that much either. They were a sucky team on the offensive side of things as well. Well, that's why they didn't make the playoffs, and that's why they, didn't. yeah, it, it was both. It was on both ends. Let's not let's not pile. Well, yeah, and I'll, I'll pile a little bit on the defense, but the the offense, yes. I feel like Lindy Ruff could at least fix one side, yes, of things with a very, 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 very young forward core. Extremely young, probably one of the youngest in hockey. Yeah, which is great. For a little while, they were kind of they were they were getting long in the tooth. Uh, not that long ago. Oh my god! Yeah, 2014-15. That, in my opinion, was the worst Devils team ever. Ever. Twenty four. Oh, going back to the Mickey Mouse years. Okay. <laughs> I firmly believe the twenty fourteen fifteen New Jersey Devils were the worst team in franchise history. Okay. I will firmly say that. Okay. Come on, think about it. Can you think of? I, I mean, who? Martin Havlat. Sure. 
I, I mean, fossilized in the, the early and mid eighties weren't that awesome either, but but fossilized <laughs> Patrick Eliash in yes, 2015. They were very old and very slow and didn't amount to much. And it was yeah. hard to watch. But yes, half a year of Yarmir Yager. <laughs> 40 year old Yarmir Yager. Yes. No, 44 year old. 44 year old. 43, 44 Yarmir Yager. I don't know. <laughs> he, he definitely uh, he, he definitely uh, upped the average age by a lot. By like, <laughs> like half a year. <laughs> On the devils. Yeah. Well, uh, NJ.com says uh, uh, rumored uh, Lindy Ruff could be a short-term placeholder head coach. Do you have anything to say about this? Well, they're just kind of throwing them in. I mean, I don't know. This is (laughs) this this is a very intriguing thing because uh, he's he's old. Yes. And frankly, I don't think he could be a long-term coach because he'll either mess up or he'll be dead. <laughs> he's only 60. Uh, well, he looks a hell of a lot older than 60. Well, he's... No offense, Lindy. He's taken a couple blows to the head in his playing days. He was... You know, <laughs> yeah, you know... Probably, Look at that. That... That these... I don't know. I'd, he looks like hockey, though. That's what I like. I do... I, the, you see a guy like that, like, all right, that's a grizzled hockey coach right there. That guy's yeah. been on the ice, he's been off the ice. He's, he's been yelled at his fair fair share of dumb penalties. Sure. And and he's probably taking a couple of pucks off the head. No big deal. Yeah. That, yeah. And he lived to tell the tale. So Yep, he he suffered through the skate in the crease. Right. So sixty is it's it's up there, but And I've said I've wanted a coach with experience. He's got experience. Definitely got that. Like I remember when you when you tweeted at me, it was you you said, um, let's get some guys who know how to win. And he He's got a winning record. He's got a winning Overall. record. He knows how to win. Yeah. I think it's five sixty one, so it's just it's barely, but it still counts. It's still winning. I believe yeah. uh, his win percentage is like five sixty one. Barely. 561. That's more than barely, my guy. Listen, usually the teams I like, they're not over 500. So when I see like above 500, I'm pretty happy with that. Like, ooh, wow, winner. Oh, winner. (laughs) Oh, winner. This guy wins. Yeah. So What's winning like? Yeah. I haven't seen that in a hell of a long time. Well, I mean, I'm a Yankees fan. I know what winning is like in baseball, sure. but I don't know winning in hockey, and I don't know winning. Football. Actually, I've witnessed the Giants win a Super Bowl. Sure. I know what winning is like in football. Yeah. But in hockey, I don't know what winning is like. Which is weird, because uh, for a while, I did, and then and then it all went downhill in 2010. So Yeah, to 2010. <laughs> 2010, yeah, which was 10 years ago. So that, it's been a long time. Yeah. And uh, let's not forget, although the devil season is over, the uh, the 2020 season is not over. I think uh, it's August 1st that they're starting everything up. Yep. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Uh, it'll, well, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very It'll be interesting. interesting. we got hockey starting back up and baseball. It's the uh, oh. eight days, my friends. Oh, Eight days until op- oh, opening day. Let's until- get into that. That's a perfect segue, my friend. Okay. Let's. Um, June 23rd. I the Yankees kick it off uh, against the Washington Nationals. Washington the defending Nas- world champion, yes. Washington Nationals. Yes, sir. I want to have a look. Um, We forgot to do this last week, yes. and I can't believe I forgot to bring it up. But okay. Let's review the schedule. Let's review the schedule oh, for yeah. both of our teams, okay. the Yankees and the Orioles. Okay. Let's review the Yankees and Orioles schedule because we talk a lot of Yankees on here, and I think we should talk some Orioles on them, do some justice to There's not much to talk about, but okay. <laughs> Let's... All right. So we uh, we have the uh, the opening series versus the Washington Nationals. Uh Thursday, then they have the Friday rain, the, the next Friday off in case of rain, the traditional opening day rain date. Then, uh, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, three-game series against the Nationals should set the tone for the rest of the season. Yep. If if they can, say, take two out of three, which I th- I'm sure you're hoping for, that would get oh, set a good precedent God. for the, the rest of the season. God, just take two out of three. 
Although the Nationals, that's going to be a very tough team to take two out of three from because yeah, they'll have their frontline pitchers up. They're pitching. Oh yeah. my god! Although we have Garrett Cole, you have Garrett Cole. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Tanaka probably going to miss his opening series. Hopefully, not much more. But from what I've been reading, he's he sounds okay. He uh, yeah. uh, he's not. You know, he's he's not eating a liquid diet. He's he's everywhere. His arm is fine. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, then, then, um, three games, four game series. Well, a, uh, I wasn't, what do they call it? A home and home series against the Phillies two and two. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they should be able to, I mean, they should, that should, we should be able to beat that them. Should, Their pitching staff is made of mush. That should be an easy three out of we four should, for them. We should, we should, we Hopefully. absolutely should. Uh, and then a three game series against the dreaded Red Sox will take them into August. And uh, please, God, just I know uh, we, we should be able to beat them. Yeah, I, the Red Sox not. I mean, they're not Mookie bets anymore. They're not as formidable, from formidable yeah. as they once uh, were. And, and, and then, uh, then they have an easy three game series against uh, the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yards. That should be a sweep. That should that should absolutely be a sweep. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. No, I'm saying that happen. should be a sweep. I'm not saying it will. I am not predicting anything. Yeah. That should be a sweep. So I guess this is kind of the week. Uh, yeah, this is like AL, AL, AL East week, I guess. And they go down uh, for three game, four game set. In the trop At against the, trop. the Rays. That's the Rays. always tough. AKA, Those are always irritating. Yeah, but Tampa Bay is basically Yankee Stadium South at this point. So at least, uh, uh, but yeah. there's no home home. There's no, no fans. Home, no no fans. fans. Yeah, there'll be no crowd there. I mean, there's no fans at the Trop anyway. So yeah, Yankee. I see more Yankee fans at the Trop than I do Rays fans when the Yankees play down there. I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and Tampa Bay, but Florida is pretty much New York. South. All the transplants that have gone down all, there. All the retirees. All, all the come out to see your New York Yankees. All the old people. Everybody. Then uh, you Two get games a set against the Braves. Yeah, I think you were you were waiting for this one. I wanted this in the World Series, and these are I want this World Series matchup because it's very exciting. Um, it sucks that it's only a two game set because I banter around with my friends who are Braves fans, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to see this." And yeah, which it's um be very interesting. Which uh, just uh, a question just popped in my head. You know, uh, like Nick Markakis, the uh, the Atlanta Braves opted out of the season. He's like, I don't want to risk it. Yeah. Will he say they do make the World Series? Say they win the World Series. Will he regret it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's pretty obvious that he will. Right? Absolutely. He'll regret it. In the press, he'll be like, no, you know, I'm not, I don't regret my decision. But <laughs> come on. In private. Does, he'll and be does like, he get a ring? Probably. Will they give him a ring? Probably. Yes. Just out of. I mean, that would suck to be like, sorry, bro. Like, like you, sorry, man. You made you 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 made. Sorry, bud. You get the role on Discord, but you're not. You don't get the ring, yeah. bud. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, I never thought of that either. Yeah. Ooh. If, if they win the the big one That's trophy gotta... ceremony, uh, yeah, I think it just to the media. Of, he'll be like, I'm, uh, I'm, I stand behind my decision. Of course. You know. Uh, yeah, just, I want to protect me. I want to protect my career. I want I'm to happy for my team. I um, did it for my family. It's like, okay, that's a noble cause, but but in private, you base probably like you stupid, right? Son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the opt out rules, like that's it. You can't. No, 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 no trade backs. No, no trade can't backs, take it man. Back. Okay, I was just wondering. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I no trade backs. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Say the Braves. No trade backs. Nope. Or, you know, say the Nationals repeat Zimmerman is like, oh crap! Like what? What? But he's got a ring though. He, you know, wants to. Zimmerman has nothing left to accomplish as far as he's concerned. Yeah. He is perfectly happy. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, then we go on a three-game series at Yankee Stadium against the Rays. And then we get a three-game series against the Mets at City Field. Oh, man. Then The Mets a, are always pesky there. They are. And then after a two-game set against the Braves, against the Braves in, in Atlanta. Atlanta, they go back to Yankee Stadium and they play the Mets again. So it should be fun. Six games. Crosstown rivals. Should be fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Then the uh, the Rays come back. Then the Yankees go back to Camden Yards. <laughs> Which uh, should be fun, and then uh, then Canada comes. Then they go to Canada. They play uh, three games at the Rogers Center in Toronto yeah. against the Blue Jays. 
and then uh, then the Orioles come to town for for four, four games. Four games. So uh, three, Ooh. four, four. That's ten games that they should win, especially if. Uh, I think can can Gary Sanchez like bat twice in the order? Can they put him in like can, if, at, like if we DH can clone and... Gary if we can clone <laughs> Gary Sanchez and Glaber Torres? Yeah, it should be an easy dub. It should be easy dub. It's a weird year. Can you just put the same guy in the lineup twice and have him bat twice in the order? Uh, I, a ghost runner. You you can you can keep the ghost runner. On. Yeah, the ghost runner. Uh, then Toronto comes down for three games. Red Sox. Uh, they go to to Fenway for three games. Four games in Toronto, then uh, they finish off the season with the with Marlins. the Marlins come to town for three games. So honestly, I am looking at the schedule. I do not see a challenge here whatsoever. The Yankees. I don't well, see a challenge if, here. I don't if, see the Astros. Well, no, you know, and it's all geographical. So no Astros, no, no, no Dodgers, twi- no Twins, no Twins, no Indians, no, no um, no Indians. Um, I think some people are saying that maybe the White Sox might be a, a, a dark horse contender for the season. The White Sox are very interesting. That's they are a very interesting team. They've they've signed a a lot of guys, but again, off season type. I mean, sure. It all depends if Yoan Moncada and Eloy Jimenez can take that next step. And if you if you look at like the like the numbers numbers. Yoan Moncada is a freak. Yes. A freak in nature. Yoan Moncada is one of the best. Yeah. I mean, I think last year the Rays kind of stuck around and nobody really paid them much attention, but they 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 were not they were pretty good last year. That oh, could oh, yeah, be a challenge. Yeah. The Possibly. Rays are definitely gonna be they a got, challenge. They got some pitching. The Rays, they, they got can, some offense. The Rays put together good players. They they just put those guys together. Sure. Sure, they traded Tommy Pham. Right. But who's to say Hunter Renfro won't yep. blossom in that yeah, line? Yeah, um, they've still got Austin. They've still got another year of development for Austin Meadows. Right. But the 10 games against the Orioles should not be a challenge. 10 games against the Orioles. The Yankees should absolutely go 10-0 in those games. I am going to be very blunt. I am going to be blunt. I am going to be honest. The it- Yankees should win all ten of those. Games. It is baseball, though. Sometimes the ball bounces the other way. So, I th- I think I'm they saying they should I, win. Those I know games. I should. They should. I'm I'm saying Baltimore takes at least two of two or two of those, maybe three. That's uh, that's that's my prediction. Well, the eight and two in a sixty game season. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And um, I, Toronto should not pose much of a challenge again. They're pesky. Again, yes, they are. Pesky. They've got, they've breeded Yankee killers in that lineup. They have, they have all the, they have the, the, uh, the, the revenge of the Suns lineup there, <laughs> like whatever you want to call that, freaking Biggio, Vlad Jr. and Bo Bichette. and Bo Bichette. <laughs> yeah, and these, you're right, these kids are pesky. Oh they, no, no, they, they, they gave the Yankees problems. Sure, last year. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is going to be a Yankee killer. I'm confident he is going to be a Yankee killer. Although, kind of have to have like a whole year of at bats to figure out. Maybe they have some holes in their swing. They're still young. They're still developing. Oh yeah. So they're developing slumps, but, but a very they're dangerous. <laughs> big potential for Guerrero to become a Yankee killer. I am going to be an everybody killer. I take the blue date. No, but especially a Yankee. I remember Evan Longoria was an everybody killer, but he showed up big time against the Yankees. Yes, he did. Good point. It's those guys like that. Those drive me nuts. Right. I cannot. I, the, the Blue Jays, I, I feel like I take the Blue Jays. I take them seriously. Okay. Well, not seriously, seriously. Like they're a threat to the sure. division, but. But um, you're not but you're not I taking them lying down. You're I not, don't they're take not a them lightly. I don't take them like the Orioles and the Marlins. <laughs> okay. I don't take which, them like. Which, which I love. Just at the end, is like here you go. End of the season. Here, here's like three here. auto, here's three automatic wins. <laughs> three games of the Marlins again. Say hi to J- Jeter for us. <laughs> Say yeah. hi to Derek for me, and uh, yeah. So, I yeah the the. Sh- but I, I, I mean, honestly, as a baseball fan, yeah, I don't see much. I don't see many challenges here. There shouldn't be trouble. Yeah, there absolutely shouldn't be trouble. But I see at least twenty losses. 
I see at least 20 losses. So 40 and 20. 40 and 20 at best. 40 and 20. That'll get you into the playoffs for sure. <laughs> that at least, like at at best, 40 and 20. I don't see this team getting below 20 losses. Right. There are some tough teams in the NL East. The NL East is a tough division to play against. I'm going to be I'm going to be honest, man. Sure. And at least a tough division. The Mets, they always come to play against the Yankees because that's what that franchise lives for. To right. Yeah. That's sometimes it feels the like that's Bra- all that the they Braves are a they're a good team. Braves, very good. The Nationals, World Series champions. They are. And the Phillies, they're well, they're not great, but I'm not taking them. Like, I'm not just going to take those games for wins. I'm not taking them. But if they can set the tone against the Nationals, I think it could be dangerous from then on out. Okay, yeah. If they set the tone against Nationals, that is the most important series this season. That first series against Nationals. Normally, I wouldn't say first series of the season is the most important. But in a sprint like this, you need that momentum early. You need to get those wins and to come out with at least – a record above 500 because when you take two out of three against that team, because they're dangerous, that team is dangerous. That is probably the toughest team that the Yankees are going to face all season. Yep. That three game set against the Washington nationals is going to be the toughest all season. I agree. And if, and the first game, that's going to be, that's going to be tense. That is going to be nerve wracking. Because Garrett Cole, you know, if he lays an egg, <laughs> God I, help everyone. I, I don't Garrett know. Cole lays he's, an egg in that he's game. He's not laying any eggs. God help. No, no, no. I'm saying if he gives up like five runs. If he gives up, like, even if he has a so-so start, Where's the last you've got time? Max Scherzer on the other side of that, my Where's guy. When was the last time he gave up five runs like three years ago? <laughs> I I, I'm I exaggerating. It was. It's been a while. Since he gave up that many runs, like, I don't know, but but you can't make a lot of mistakes because Max Scherzer is going to cut through this Yankee lineup. And sure, yep. if their names are not Verlander or Cole, the Yankees could the Yankees have somewhat of a knack for beating up elite starting pitchers. Yeah. Because remember last year, that series against the Dodgers, and I thought I was like, oh, God, this is going to suck. Hyunjin Ryu and Clayton Kershaw went down. I mean, Hyunjin Ryu especially went down hard. It was like, bang, yeah, bang, he got, bang, he got bang. knocked around. He got yeah. shelled. He did. That game knocked him out of the Cy Young race. <laughs> That's right. That game absolutely <laughs> knocked him out of the yeah, Cy yeah, Young yeah, race. Yeah. Remember they that? freaking murdered him, man. Remember he had like a 1.5 ERA? I, really I didn't after that game. It was like, oh. But the thing is, soft tossing lefty against the New York Yankees, mm-hmm. that does not mesh well at all. Nope. That is asking for death right there. But the thing is, Max Scherzer, he's a hard-throwing right-hander. Yeah. He will. He is going to cut through this lineup. I I see him cutting through this lineup. Sure, the Yankees they they have a better chance at breaking through Scherzer than the Nationals do at breaking through Cole. Right. Because the Nationals didn't break through Cole at all during the World Series. No. Garrett Cole was. He was solid. Like in sure. the World Series, he I think he won. He lost Game Six. I think he lost Game Six. Don't hold me to that, but I do believe he did lose game six. But, well, then he wants revenge now, too, though. So, oh, yeah. He wants revenge. Absolutely. <laughs> he wants some. Um, let's, go, let's go to Baseball Almanac here. Let's see the, Baseball uh, Almanac. Let's see, uh, I'm trying to see his, uh, his record. Uh, World Series, World Series pitching stats. He went one and one. He 14 innings pitched. 14 innings gave up three home runs, 15 strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. He was. I'm trying. Yeah. He was really good. In he was, the, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that almost any day. For Garrett Cole, those numbers look. Eh. Yeah. For Garrett Cole, those are pretty average numbers. But, you know, like if it wasn't not Garrett Cole, uh, yeah. That's not bad. 
Not bad. Um, I'm just I'm skimming through the Orioles schedule. Uh, they have four games against the Marlins, so they might get. Hold four. on, hold on. Let's <laughs> yes. do a breakdown of this. Let's okay. do a breakdown. You want your breakdown? Okay. Uh, I'll break down the schedule like the like we did with the Yankees. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you really cared or not, but uh, Orioles open up a three game set at Fenway uh, starting Friday. Hold uh, on, July hold on. 24th. I, I want to break down. Okay. I want to lead off the games. You break them down because you know this team better than okay. me. Okay. All I all I see of the Orioles is Glaber Torresing three home runs every time. Okay, so that's what I, that's all I see too. The Baltimore Orioles yes. open up with a three game set in Fenway against the Red Sox. Yes. What do you think happens here? It, I mean, again, Red Sox not as strong as they were in years past. I and honestly, this young Orioles team, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about a lot of these guys because I just haven't. We haven't seen them. They're just, uh, they're just kind of, they're they're cobbled together. A lot of them probably should be in double or triple A, but they have they don't really have a choice right now. So, and the sixty game season is a good way to just throw them in the fire, and some will sink, hopefully, or no, a lot of them will sink. Some may <laughs> swim though. It's really hard to tell. It's just I and mean, they've lost their best player because he's recovering from colon cancer. Um, so it's that is so not funny, but it is at the same time. It's well, it's just it's salt in the wounds is what it is. Just and you know, <laughs> like, and he, I, have like two word, I have two words for Trey Mancini yes. and colon cancer. Just of course, of course, right? <laughs> sure. It, you know, it couldn't have been some no-name developing player. It had to be Trey Mancini. Guy hits thirty home runs every year for them, and the only. I mean, let's be honest. He made pretty much the only bright spot in their major league lineup until you hold know, on, we get John like, Means. Uh, oh, John. Oh, okay. John Means. I I like John Means, but John Means on any other team is a four or five, maybe a three. Like he's not an ace. Yeah. Uh, maybe he could be this one this year, though. Um, I mean, I think John Means was the only guy through the rotation. Like, okay, maybe they might win today. <laughs> it, yeah, you know. I. Oh, yeah. I. I it's been a long time since the Orioles had any pitcher that would instill any kind of comment like a Garrett Cole. I mean, I know he's a one of a kind, <laughs> like yeah. one of a generation pitcher, but uh, it's geez, man. It's been a long time since the Orioles had anything close to like a Kershaw or a Cole or what a Verlander. Was, was last time they had one? Jim Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Palmer. <laughs> Go on. Think. Moose. Jim Palmer. Oh, yeah. Mike yeah. Messina. How can I forget Mike Messina? <laughs> yeah, yeah, put the moose on. Yeah. Definitely the Definitely the uh, the I mean, geez, was the moose the last time? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, Jake Arrieta. No, he didn't no, none, no, not until he got traded to Chicago was the uh, <laughs> freaking Mister No Hitter, sub like two ERA Cy Young Award winner. Um, you know, striking out everybody and pitching like complete game shutouts. Uh, yeah, they they just don't have that. So it's um. And a lot of people are speculating, like, hey, maybe with this short, short season, maybe they could pull something out. It's uh, it's tough. I just don't think they have the talent level yet. Yet. They're, these are rebuilding, man. Rebuilding's tough. Uh, as a fan, I guess, as a general manager, I guess, I wouldn't know. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. Now, some... The Marlins, I think they could take. Uh, they, they could, they could take some games against the Marlins. Again, the Red Sox, not as strong as they were. Maybe, is maybe they could take two out of three. Hmm. They they tend to play pretty well during the opening. They they, I don't want to say they're strong starters, but usually they win a couple games uh, starting out the season, Ninja. which sent you in a panic mode last year when. Uh, they took oh a couple games God. against the Yankees when they opened there. And uh <laughs> You know that meme where it's like SpongeBob's brain and it's all the little SpongeBob's yes. running around when everything's on fire. Right? Yes. That was me during those two opening sets because after I remember after the Orioles took two out of three. I remember the Tigers took two out of three at yep. Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you were, you were and now funnily enough, those were the only two series <laughs> that the Yankees lost at the stadium. Right. 
that entire year they did. And I think you were yelling about like get rid of everybody. <laughs> or, like, I was trade, yelling fire like, boom. Trade judge. I can't remember. You were you were all yelling all kinds of crazy stuff. I was yelling. I, I remember. was a maniac. I remember. Go back to last year. You were just like trade everybody. I'm like, whoa, whoa. It's been, you, you gotta it's go been back, six games. You got to go to SoundCloud for yeah. that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Now, Orioles have, a, have uh, six games against their crosstown rivals, Washington Nationals. This is not going to end well, and it and it and it pains me. But um, and I'm I am no I have no love for the Blue Jays, so I'm I'm hoping. Okay, they can, first of all, the Blue Jays didn't beat you. Buck Showalter beat you that that game. I right. Oh sure. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the wild card yeah, game. The wild card. Uh, yeah, Buck in, Showalter beat you guys. That's, why that, that game? <laughs> why? Yeah, why do you not put your closer in? In uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> why do you put Ubaldo freaking Jimenez with your season and your playoffs on the line? And I think it was literally the first, it was the first pitch that um, not the first pitch. He let a couple runners on, and then Encarnacion came boom. up and yeah. jacked killer. it over the left killer, field man. wall. Yeah, so. Uh, but look, the Orioles got a two-game set against the Mets. That should be fun. I think the, I'm looking forward to that. Actually, should be fun. And uh, so they play. They got. I think they got four games against the Mets. Uh, two at home, two away. And um, yeah, I don't know why I'm looking forward to that. It's just that it'd be a it, fun it, match. It's funny. It'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be fat, funny. Um, that was the Ed Crane pool. The, yes. the Ed Crane pool days. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the Orioles. Uh, they get. They get a couple. Ga- they get three games against the Braves. So. I don't. Uh, I honestly <laughs> don't remember them playing the Braves all that much. So this this could be fun. Yeah, this could be fun. And uh, yeah, Red Sox yeah. finish. They finish up the season at Toronto. And I, uh, I mean, I couldn't even give you a record prediction. I'm, I twenty three games. That's my prediction. 23, 23 wins. wins. 20, what is that? 23 and 47. 23 and... Wait, 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 23 and 37. Yeah, 23 and 37. 23 and 37. That's only 15 games under 500. Right? <laughs> yes, it's, which uh, w- would be a win. With how you talk about this team? Oh, yeah. my God. Listen, I, listen I, 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 I'll, I'm a homer for sure. He said it, not me. I'm a homer for sure. I'm also realistic, though. I'm also realistic. This is... Quite honestly, many of these teams probably need some more development in the minor leagues, but we just don't have that luxury. Not like the Yankees do with guys that just come up and hit 50 home runs their rookie year. And uh, yeah. Become staples in baseball culture and become American icons. Yeah, it's tough. And, and, you know, there are X factors in this team. I don't know, you know, is there clear leaders or anybody who can before games maybe pump them up a little bit help them win um i'm trying to even think if they have any any true like veteran presences that can pass down some knowledge it's a very chris young team <laughs> chris chris you're a veteran here's the thing you're sitting there can you legit let's say you're you're on a base major league baseball team can you legit have a 197 hitter pump you up and like encourage you to <laughs> win it well. it's tough man it's pretty that's that's a, that's tough I'm, that's tough i mean I let's be honest here that. i can't imagine that it's like listen i know you've been on this team a very long time you're making more money than me you have your veteran presence but you're hitting below but the you mendoza suck. you're hitting below the mendoza line and half the time looks like you're just you, are you blind like are you legally blind i don't know like <laughs> it seems like you just don't you're swing you, you're just guessing at times so although before the spring training got cut short he was pretty hitting pretty well he, oh yeah he dedicated himself spring training i mean uh, and i know that's not a indicator of what could happen during the regular season but it's a sign you know he yeah. could completely suck during spring training and be like well he's completely done now but let's not hope not because they, they owe him a lot of money dude oh they my owe God. Him a lot yeah. of money so um, I, uh, I had a couple notes here. So I, I was reading, so no fans this year. Yep. No, no fans. anyone get getting sick. So, so no fans in the stands, which is going to be weird. You yeah. don't hear any crowd noise, no heckling, no cheering. If there's a home run, no walk off explosions, none of yeah. this. 
So I'm um, reading some. I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know how true this is, but the, during the broadcast, they were going to pipe in crowd noise. Huh. Agree, disagree. I artificial. It's like a laugh track, basically. I don't do you, care. I don't care. It's going to be weird. And I didn't read anything like are, are stadiums allowed to pump in crowd noise? The, I do they want the Falcons to? tried doing that. One. I think a lot of football teams did that, right? Yeah. And then like I think. Uh, were there a couple of teams that got caught doing yeah, that to the, make the it Falcons? Falcons, yeah. okay. But does it matter? No. Okay. No. No. There's there's no I there's no funny thing that can happen. I prefer that you know just keep it real. I mean, keep although it real. um the the weird, awkward fantasy slash nightmare that I had of Yankees and Astros fans uh, getting into oh fights, getting into like gunfights <laughs> right. at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, not happening in the bleachers. Not this no year. SWAT teams having them show up. <laughs> which, by the way, this pandemic is the best thing that could have happened to the Astros because you. Oh yeah, knew nobody cares. The garbage would be thrown on the field. Right, nobody cares. At Yankee anymore. Stadium, sure. those people when they the bleachers. Oh my God, and that that's not talking about the basic people. At the stadium, what the moment Yankee fans set their asses in their seats at Yankee Stadium, whatever section, whether it be the bleachers, whether it be the the rich people who look at their phones all the time yeah. on the game, or the nosebleeds. Right. The moment they put their asses in those seats, they are not humans anymore. They are apes and savages. <laughs> We've seen it. Savages. We've I'm sure you've been part of that savage crowd. I've been Thing in is, that savage crowd. I, I'm not. I'm not part of that savage. I'm saying they will lose everything because they want blood. They want blood. Like I remember somebody. Uh, like my. Like I used to go to a SAT program right. before I'm. Uh, you know, Rona hit and. And um, she's actually related to like the 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 like the the principal or something of that SAT place is related to Carlos Correa. And I remember I'm like, I'm like, yeah, by the way, next time you see him, just like just letting you know, now, by the way, I'm like, just letting you know, by the way, the whole baseball world's out to get him. Just like that. This is war. OK. I before all before the before the world started ending. Yes. Now the uh, I don't I don't see that. I think that hate. I think we've got bigger things to worry about now than guys banging on trash cans. And uh, yeah, you're right. The, this pandemic for the Astros, probably the, the best thing that could happen to them. Yeah, for sure. So um, so I'm reading the uh, so the Giants and the A's and I'm reading here the Brewers as well are think are going to use cardboard cutouts of fans. So if you bought it, if you're a season ticket holder, instead of being able to fill that seat because you're not allowed to, you have the option of uh, getting cardboard cutout printed of you and placed in your season ticket seat to fill out the stands. And uh, it'll kind of look like there are people in the crowd. I don't know. Your thoughts on this? I'm, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a sure, good... Sure, it's cute. It's funny. Sure. Although, I'm going to look at the headline of that. Um, um, Yankees plan, and this was July 2nd. This yeah, was it's during... Couple, it's a couple years ago, during, or a couple weeks ago. This was during... Th this wasn't like in late May, early June when cases were July, getting, July 2nd. July 2nd. Mm -hmm. This is when cases were skyrocketing in... Areas that, you know, aren't New York. Yeah. And he's planning for a 20, 30 percent capacity to open the season. Which would be what's capacity about 45,000. So 9,000, about 9,000, maybe 12,000 people. Yeah. Which. No, it's 60. I think it's 60 something thousand. So there should be over 10,000 people. That's a good crowd. Seats, and if I'm allowed to go to a Yankee, my mom got a shit ton of Siki credit. Credit. Yes. We are definitely going to be headed to a game if we can. Sure. I mean, if, if we can, I definitely want to go to Yankee Stadium. Sure. If, uh, yeah. If, like, if, hey, if, the, my, my MO 
for the last month is if people are allowed to march in the streets, I can go to a baseball game. Sure. That's I can I can go to Yankee Stadium. That's right. I'm sorry, man. Just it's baseball. Yeah, it's, it's uh, baseball. It's it's uh it's your right to be at that it's my stadium. Right. I it's my right, damn it. I don't don't see this happening because for you know a couple of reasons but they're a private organization they can I know. do what they want i know but the like, moment see... somebody was like hey somebody gets sick and like oh i think i got it at the game it's all over yeah it's all i over. know it's all i mean it'll be a fun experiment while it, it lasts will, but will it man what a weird experience so you got to wear a mask which isn't a big deal to most people it's not i would I, if i had to wear a mask at the game big deal i'm not no. Like that's not a huge but, deal. To you know, will you to be able some to, other people? It's a it's a huge. Will deal, you be able to take that mask off to eat cheese fries? Like, what's the rule? You you'll Can, probably be able to take your mask off. For some situations, there will definitely be social distancing. Sure. Which uh, uh, Hal Steinbrenner was like it says here. They've worked with Ticketmaster to put together diagrams of where they would yeah. put people, and that's that's cool. So he's trying, but there's that. Can you take your mask off to eat? Uh, you know there are going to be those idiots who come and don't wear masks, and uh, like, who's going to be the police, the mask police at these games? Maybe they'll give them masks. That would be a way to make them yeah, do yeah. that. They'll, Some, they'll give like, them masks. Exclusive Yankee masks. Yankee yeah, masks. Yeah, promo. Cool. Mask it, day. It would be a great promo. It's, yeah, it's mask, mask day. Not, yeah, forget bad day. Let's go to mask. Well, every day is mask. Will be mask yeah. day at, at Yankee Stadium. No, but they'll be like different designs. <laughs> right, right. They'll be uh, um, Mariano Rivera. Mask day, or like you could have a pinstripe mask, you put it over your, your face, and yeah. it would say 42. I uh, the lower, lower half of George Steinbrenner's face, the uh, yeah, I a, would do that, yeah, yeah. that would be great, okay, that'd be that, great, definitely. There's so to... many promo ideas, oh yeah. my god, yeah, yeah, yeah for we're sure. geniuses. I have free hand sanitizer day, oh my god, yes, hand sanitizer yeah. day, you could partner with Purell, yeah, by the way, I'm like, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, reach, reach, there you go, <laughs> there we go, there you go. All right, that's uh, probably better. Pass up but I, I, um, I mean, the cardboard cutout is interesting. I guess is someone in charge of properly placing the cardboard cutouts in the correct seat? Uh, Do cool. you have to take them out in case it rains? Like you just can't leave them there? Like what's the? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if they're there when they rain, it's a cool I way doubt. to kind of connect with their season ticket holders, though. And uh, on, in a year where they can, and then, be then when it's like they give you a cardboard cutout of yourself and the season's over. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or maybe you could give them a free VR headset, and then they could <laughs> yeah, like an Oculus, like an Oculus <laughs> Rift. And you Although I don't think like VR, that. I don't think VR is to the point where it's immersive enough. We're not in like Ready Player One kind of, yeah. Like you know, you can like physically feel shit in VR, yeah. But like if. If that was the case, I don't think there would be a lot of problems because you could just sink yourself into the stadium. Right. You'd be there. <laughs> you wouldn't be there, but you'd be there. I, I could I could get behind that for sure. For sure. Yeah. So uh, the Yankees. So DJ LeMahieu, probably out for the foreseeable future. He's got the virus, unfortunately. Yeah, I it's not, haven't, not shaken off. Yeah. So the question is, who replaces him? I hear. Okay, first of all, one player. I said, if I said an entire lineup being sick wouldn't impress me, you think one player will? Trust me, we've got a whole farm system of sure. guys that will go up and rake. Tyro Estrada. Okay. Tyro Estrada. Simple as that. Sure. So he's your number one candidate. For replacing DJ LeMahieu at yes. second base? Abso-freaking-loop. Okay. You keep Torres at second hell. Tyro Estrada, I think he hit a 300 clip yeah, for yeah, a yeah. solid month. Right. He was a really good hitter. Yeah. That, man, curse you guys in your depth chart, man. Like, you just insert... <laughs> just seriously. Seriously, I wish... I would kill for that depth chart, man. Oh, dude. Just like, oh... I like you, you. You almost want players to get injured just to get insert the guy under him and just give him some. No, I do not want DJ make you to get her. No, you don't. Of course, no, of course we don't. The reigning Caramelli show player MVP. of the week. Yeah, yeah, the MVP. Caramelli yeah. show MVP. The, well, not the, the 2019 Caramelli show MVP. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm hoping we gotta get a plaque. 
We gotta get a plaque for that. I know we're gonna we gotta make our it's got we gotta make it our own though. We gotta throw uh gotta put like our own touches on it. But yeah, let's let's consider that. There used to be a trophy shop across the street. They went out of business, unfortunately. But oh man. You can probably order one online. So uh Tyro Estrada. All right, throw them in there. Tyro Estrada is my pick. Throw them in there. Absolutely. Although I guess as a backup, they've been having your Urshela take couple some ground balls over at second just to move the uh, ball. I mean second is not a very tough position to play. No, it's not. I played it in Little League. Playing second base is the second most insulting position to play in the right league. Field? To right field, yeah. The second most although in New Jersey, if you play right field in Little League, you're kind of a badass because Aaron Judge, he's a right fielder. Sure. Hunter Pence is a right fielder. Yeah. yeah. yeah a lot of cool right fielders. Man, Hunter Pence. For sure. Okay. Uh, Aaron Judge taking batting practice. Apparently, he's got a mysterious neck stiffness injury now. What's going on here? What's going on? Can he not? What <laughs> did he sleep wrong? Can he? Can you put him in a bubble or something? Uh, he should be. <laughs> Why good. is he, he so he, fragile? He should be good for opening day. He hasn't I taken any gonna... live. He hasn't taken any live batting yet. From what I'm he reading. has taken live batting. He's played in the few of the simulated games. Simi, but not like he's played intra squad. He's, he he's played in the intra squad games. He has. I think he has. You sure about that? I think he has. Okay. Don't know me to it. Okay. Don't know me to it, but I think he a has. A competitive game. Has he played a competitive game yet? I think he's faced live pitching. He's been he's hitting. Faced, okay. Like live pitching, that should be okay. able to. All right. Okay. Eight he's, day, it's eight. he's taken batting practice against Garrett Cole. I think Garrett Cole's not throwing. He is throwing ninety nine against that. Come on, dude. That's Aaron Judge. He hit a okay. bomb off of him. He hit a bomb off of him. Okay. In BP, dude. He's ready. <laughs> okay. He's re- okay. We'll we'll see. Next about stiffness. That. You know how you solve next stiffness. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, I got a little. Hey, why um can he team up with Shaq and get in that on the icy hot sponsorship? Oh yeah, yeah, the get icy, icy hot. Yeah, yeah. Well, get my mom down there. Yeah, that's yeah. Get your mom down. Your mom's a licensed therapist. Yeah, your mom yeah, could well, yeah, have that fixed could, in five minutes. Yeah, she could. Although she might take ten, but yes, it's Aaron Judge. Um, it um, it's eight days though, man. Eight days. Eight days for next stiffness. Eight days. I've pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I've pulled muscles before. Okay. All right, fair enough. He's got a person. So you're not. So you're not worried. I yes. I, I I'm not worried. I was okay. worried before. I am not worried now. I refuse to be worried. Okay, but you're not. You're also not going to be surprised. He's not in that lineup in eight days. I wouldn't be shocked. Okay, I wouldn't be too no, shocked. I'm, I mean, why would you be? But yeah, there's no reason for me to be shocked. Okay, he's a big piece of that that lineup, though. Oh, he's, yeah. He, you. He's like the he's like the guy in the beer league softball game, the ringer, the guy who hits a home run every time. <laughs> um, and then and this is this is pretty big blow. Roldis Chapman has he got coronavirus. Oh no, we only have three other closers in our bullpen. We'll deal with it. Who who is your favorite? Um, if or I had is, to pick one person, to or be is it going to be? Uh, are we? Or are the Yankees going to closer by committee? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> okay. um, closer. If I had to pick one guy to be the closer, considering that he's had experience, I'd probably Britain? go with uh, yeah, Britain. Zach Britton. Probably Zach Britton. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, oh, I would too. But you know, former Oriole, he was. Could, yeah. That sinker man is still. He's still got it. Yeah. He still his got it. His FIP sucks. His yes. His, his, <laughs> his fielding independent pitching is terrible. But again, he's a ground ball pitcher. Yeah. So, so. that ball could go anywhere. Hopefully, at at someone who's standing there. Or can shift he over. He hasn't gotten a lot of hard contact off that sinker, though. Whenever it, yep. it like, digs in the dirt, it's not yep. a chopper. Yeah. That, like, he has to get off the mound for, but It's he a will, heavy sinker, man, that you like just that, drive that into thing, the ground. It, and it goes, like, 90-something miles an hour. Yeah. It, it, it's a mid-90s mile-an-hour sinker, and it sinks. Right. It's like the Titanic. It just sinks. Yeah. So... Well, there's your Yankees. Uh, I guess entry report. Not, Yankee, Yankees not, roundup. Not, not yeah. great, but not great, not terrible. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully everybody else stays healthy. So, but yeah, Chapman was a big. He was almost as surprising as LeMay. When I heard LeMay here, I was like, oh man, I felt bad. I genuinely felt bad for you. Oh yeah, but Chapman. I yeah, you're right. They got yeah. yeah Chapman got, again. Chapman can be a little sh- shaky at times. I call him cardiac Chapman because the guy gives me heart attacks. Sure. 
Well, he gave the Cubs a heart attack too back in. That's oh my god! <laughs> back in what was that? 2016. That was driving yeah. to right. Yeah, at yeah. the wall. Yeah, gone. it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, the uh, the Redskins name change. Uh, you have any comment? We talked about this I, last I, week. I don't. If if my, I have it's, the same take. If I'm a Redskins fan, yeah. I'm who's grown up at this team. Sure. I'm not happy. Right. I'm gonna be. Got to be done though, man. Like, I mean, gotta be I, done. I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean that, that that makes sense. Changing the name of the Redskins makes sense. Got to that, do it. That's a little much, right? Even from me, sure. Who's not the most no, sensitive well, you're, guy? You're, on you're, you're, you know, you're set in. I was like, hey, that's the name. That's the name. But you know, in this even climate, me, even me, who's not the most uh, <laughs> sensitive guy on earth. Yeah, I'm, I even I am like. Yeah, that's wrong. Even even my dad, he's like, yeah, that that that's yeah. a little that's a little much. Yeah, seems like uh, red tails that we discussed. Red tails. I've probably seen the red favorite. wolves. I've seen red wolves be on social media. I'm like, why? What is? Are there wolves in DC? I don't think no, so. No, there's no red tails. So. Is actually a great tribute because it's great. not only multiple not, not only is the whammy of taking the 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 racist nickname out. Yeah, you also put a. And it honors a black battalion. Yes. That and you please the the patriots. Yes. You please all the the patriotic people who are threatening mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. cancel their season tickets sure. for the optillionth time. <laughs> and you also please the. You also please yeah, the military. The, just you, everybody. Like it's you great. please history. You please the military, yeah. and you also please. Uh, it's significant. I think it's the right. And you a also please the black community. Yeah, you know, like and the the Native American community. I, I I haven't seen a lot of them on social media. Sure, but I'm sure they'll be like, okay. You I'm know, sure they're like, yeah, that's. that's I, that, a I think it's just much. it's just the right thing to do for sure. But um, yeah, I I was wondering though, and I know we talk about the Chiefs. Are the Chiefs next? The I Indians. Swear to okay, first the, of all, the Braves. Beep 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 beep. And I know beep, it's not beep, 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 on the beep. same level, but beep. Okay. Beep 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 beep. Okay. I am beeping out of my ass right now. Okay. But first of all, Redskin is a derogatory slur. Very much so. Yes. It's a derogatory slur. I yes. feel bad saying it. Right. But. But Braves, but Braves, not that, it's that's that's kind of an honor that, term. It's an honorary term. Sure. Blackhawk. He was named. He was. He was a chief. Right. He was an Indian chief. Right. The Indians. That's just a group of people. Right. Sure. Technically, they're the Native Americans. If you want to go really technical, they're indigenous right. people. Sure. But Indians. That's just a, a race. If anything. Right. If you if you take that out, isn't that being a little. Isn't that racist in and of itself? And usually you name yourself after something because it's a sign of strength. Like you want to put fear in the other team. Yeah. So like the Indians. Right. They have the people banging the like the the the, the war drums and the boom 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 boom. Right. You know, Chief Wahoo, okay, maybe that was Chief Wahoo. Yeah, Chief Wahoo, that was But he was a product of kind of, you know, I guess the sixties and seventies where you made these kind of weird not yeah. weird, but uh, caricaturistic yeah. mascot. I mean, Chief Wahoo so, was a little much. Little much, yeah, for sure. But that, and then he's Chief not even Wah- on the hats anymore. So you know they've kind of gone. They've gone away from that. They're taking steps in the right direction. Dude, I don't think they should change the Indians. Indians? So the Chiefs, forget it. Yeah, I. That's just an occupation. What are you going to change the name of the <laughs> Ottawa Senators? Good point. Good point. And the, yeah, the, 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 and the, Edmonton, the Edmonton Oilers, that's an occupation. <laughs> it is an occupation, right? That's an occupation. Sure. Oil drillers. Right, right. Oil drillers. Yeah. Oil. Ooh, that's touchy. Right. And that that's what that's what I'm kind of fearing okay. when it comes with the, the Redskins name yeah, team. I, because next thing you know, you give in a little bit. Then sure. next thing you know, they won't. Stop. You, uh, you make it. Yeah, you, you will not make a good point. I think. Stop. I think Chiefs is not as. And I'm talking about the radical ones, not the sensible people sure. who just want. And honestly, in terms of the the politics of it, why are you going? Why are you gunning for changing names instead of you know actually making legit policy changes that these right. people want? That's a good point. Put your energy and like this started money into that. Like this started as a result of police brutality that sure. has been going on for years. Right. Why do you just go with changing brands and acting like you care for a few months when this is trending on social media? Right. 
And kind of, you know, keeping it there is kind of something like, oh, we care. Instead of lobbying in Congress, lobbying in D.C., lobbying in the towns that you, lobbying in the cities, doing work in the cities that you play in, in the states right. that you play in, lobbying where you want to go to actually make an impactful change and actually reforming some stuff about the police system. Why do you why do you instead opt to just change a little bit of your brand and acting like you care? Because the thing is, like like the the big like the radical like the radical ones who like I know there are very few and far between, but they are very vocal. Oh, sure. But like the thing is, if you nothing is enough, nothing is enough to them. Absolutely nothing is enough. They will they will go. They stop at nothing to because if you change it once like i remember i like i saw this thing from like somewhere on social media if you cave once you lose the business of one side right but if you cave that one time if you don't cave anymore you lose all of your business because if you cave once people think that you're like one group of people will think that you're spineless but if you if if you keep caving, you will get the business of other people. But if you don't cave, you lose their business. Right. Doing this is not just a one time thing. It is an investment. It is a long term investment. And I'm I'm not talking about just the Washington Redskins because they'll be fine. Oh, I, I'm, they'll be fine. I'm sure they have a fan base. Well, they don't have much of a fan base, but uh, they got at least they rampant. have a fan base. When I lived down there, it was a pretty rabid fan base. So. Like they and, have a fan base. They're in the NFC. They're in the NFC. Anyone who can put it with Dan Snyder, you're a fan. <laughs> like that, yeah. Let's just put it. Let's just put it that way. So, um, like the, that you. That is the thing that I'm gonna fear with the Redskins going down. Next thing you know, what else could happen? The Indians, Chiefs, Braves, the Seminoles, the Sioux. The like, there's a there's a team named after the Sioux. I think like somewhere in on the West Coast. Yeah. Hell, the Warriors. I've heard that's had I've some. Heard that too, some traction. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so rumor has it they the uh, the Red Wolves. Uh, apparently, they haven't. The reason they haven't announced the name is uh, the one they want is involved in some kind of trademark fight. Yeah, the only term involved in any kind of trademark fight is Washington Red Wolves. So, thank God that should be out the window because Dan think, Snyder. Yeah, will I not think Red. Pay. Yeah, Red. Dan Tales Snyder won't pay money. No, Red. Tales Dan Snyder is too spineless so, to do that. So. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be called. I don't know when we're going to find out. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath until then, but I'll, uh, yeah. But that's what's going on there. So, so yeah, we, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, man. I, yeah, there's not, I like it. Sports, I didn't man. even get to the Madden ratings, but we're running, <laughs> we're running very <laughs> short. Save on that time. for next week. And then, uh, yeah, next week, uh, we'll be on the cusp of opening day, my friend. Uh, yeah. Finally. Like, Finally, I, I swear to God, dude, those Madden ratings. I am going to tear EA a new one. You're good so at that. Stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned for that. Um, uh, sorry for not uh, putting any clips up on YouTube. I was very sucked up in a lot of things. You know, I'm I'm working for the first time in my life. I'm genuinely working. So, well, you got a job. The, the the bathroom, the bathroom renovation. I'm getting paid for. Oh that. oh oh okay. Wow, All right. that's a that's I, a great job. I'm, cool. I'm getting paid for that. All yeah. right. Yeah, renovating the bathroom. Yeah, I'm getting paid cool. for that. Like I'm actually working. And nice. When I'm not working, I'm <laughs> I'm catching up on shit in Destiny. When I'm not catching up on shit in Destiny, I'm playing MCHL. Right. Which was nuts last night, by the way. And uh, let's not forget, uh, Cameron Woolley not only has one but two YouTube channels. You should Cameron Woolley Gaming. To. I have not uploaded to that one at all since I uh, uploaded my Fell Winters live review. Right. Which there's uh, not a lot of. I mean, I could have reviewed Ruinous Effigy, but that's kind of out the window at this point. Right, and the Cameron, news cycle and destiny. And uh, Cameron fast. Willie show this. This show is on YouTube as well. You can show watch us on YouTube. You can watch us ranting and raving and on live. On, yeah, yeah, live. You can see me Great. throw my hands in the air. Great. You can see me slam Point, my fist pointing. against the table. Right. You can see my pointing. You can see me do this. Yes. Yeah. And great. you can see me do this. Yes. Staying hydrated, ladies and gentlemen. Staying hydrated. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So, uh, let's, uh, I'll try to have this one up today uh, as of Wednesday, July 15th, yes. 2020. Um, yeah. Um, from Ming Chen in the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, 
I'm Cameron Molly. Be sure to like and subscribe. It does the algorithm good. Stay classy, New Jersey.